to my fellow Enneagram Sixes, and to anyone else who believes that they are destined to live a life marked by fear. Lord, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Psalm 23, 4. I'm an Enneagram type 6, which means I'm trustworthy, hardworking, and resilient. But the only trait that seems to stick in anyone's mind about us sixes is our tendency to fear and be anxious. I love being a six. I didn't always love it. (laughs) But then I had a revelation regarding fear that unearthed the gold of who I really am. If you're a six, or if the Enneagram means absolutely nothing to you, but you've struggled with crippling fear, anxiety, panic, or worry, the letter I wrote is for you. Dear Six, you and I are people of great faith. Are you surprised by what I just said? Maybe it's because you are so used to every Enneagram conversation and meme only pointing out your inclination to fear. Well, fear is faith. It is faith that bad things will happen. You are a person of great faith. But Satan has tried to pervert the gift of great faith God has given you. If you're wrestling with fear, it's time to point your faith in a different direction. I'm sure you've come across a lot of tactics for coping with fear. Or maybe you've just stopped searching for help altogether because it only seems to trigger even more fear. I understand. You can relax. I am not offering you another coping mechanism. I'm sharing a way to total freedom. I have discovered real freedom from fear does not come from ignoring it nor embracing it. It's the truth that sets you free. John 8:32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. When I am feeling afraid, if I were to say, I'm not afraid, I'd be lying. Because the fact is, I am feeling afraid. There's no need to deny it. However, when I'm feeling afraid, it is also a lie for me to say, I am afraid. Because the truth is that afraid is not who I am. When I'm feeling afraid, I point the fear I'm experiencing towards the truth. Psalm 56.3 says, Whenever I am afraid, Lord, I will trust in you. For sixes, fear can sometimes become so integrated in our thought life that it's no longer obvious. For example, I ran on a treadmill yesterday morning, and as soon as I started my run, All I could picture was me tripping and busting my face on the edge of the treadmill. It took me half a mile to realize that that was actually fear talking. So subtle, but still very real. It was so real that it almost convinced me to cut my run short. Instead, I pointed my faith in another direction by picturing myself running a half a mile past my original goal. Do you know what happened? I ran past my original goal, and I didn't bust my face open. And do you know why? 
because I'm a person of great faith. And faith is an active substance. It changes things. Faith is so powerful that it can move mountains. Matthew 21, 21 says, And Jesus replied, Listen to the truth. If you have no doubt of God's power and speak out of faith's fullness, you can be the ones who speak to a tree and it will wither away. Even more than that, you could say to this mountain, be lifted up and be cast into the sea and it will be done. Maybe the treadmill story sounds like a very silly example, but the point is that fear can become a habit if we let it. And sometimes it disguises itself as wisdom and persuades us out of living. But wisdom is a gift from God and it is always filled with peace, not terror. James 3.17 says, but the wisdom that is from above is always pure, filled with peace, considerate and teachable. It is filled with love and never displays prejudice or hypocrisy in any form. Other times, fear is not so subtle and very demanding. Like one night not too long ago, when all the worries of my day had piled on top of all of the worries of my tomorrow, and I couldn't seem to climb over the mountain of anxiety to reach any summit of clarity. I finally came to God for help through a half-hearted prayer. You know, only after the emotional breakdown. And it went something like this. God, I don't know how to overcome these fears. I sensed God answered me by saying, Lens, stop fixating on what you don't know and start focusing on what you do know. I realized that when I'm facing darkness, I'm tempted to believe that God has forgotten me. But actually, it's me who has forgotten God. I have forgotten who he is, and as a result, I have also forgotten who I am. Second Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. So whether you're a 6 or a 37, which is not a real Enneagram type, by the way, fear is not your identity, and it's not your destiny. Often, the area in which we feel our biggest defeat is actually the territory in which God intends for us to experience our greatest victory. Sixes can often see what others do not. If we're not aware, it's easy to use this gift of foresight to prophesy worst-case scenarios and breed fear. But dear Six, if you follow Jesus, you can overcome fear. You're not destined to cope with fear for the rest of your life, nor spread it. You've been empowered to overcome it once and for all and to also eliminate it in the lives of those around you. Every Christian carries a divine assignment to bring heaven to earth. This requires seeing through what is in order to bring forth what should be. Here's what I believe. 
This divine ability to see the unseen comes much easier to sixes than most. With this privilege comes a glorious responsibility. We must point our massive faith in the right direction. Some of you listening to this might be thinking that I'm advocating for spiritual bypassing of pain and hard things. So let me be clear. I do not bypass any dark thing. I take every dark thing I encounter and pass it through the door of Jesus. Jesus said in John 10, 7 through 10, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Jesus also said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you're facing fear, you need a way out and a way forward. Jesus is the way. Dear Six, they call us loyalist, and it's not untrue. You are faithful, faith-filled. Let's go move some mountains today. Let's release courage into the lives of people around us. Let's call what is currently unseen into reality. Let's be sure to remember who our God is and who we are. We are people of great faith. From the valley to the hill, Lens. P.S. I've shared some practical action steps for dealing with dark things like fear in a previous blog post. Just go to havenhill.co forward slash journal and read The New Dark, part one and two. PPS, according to John 20, 19 through 22, Jesus comes straight through the door that fear locks. When I was in the chokehold of fear and anxiety, I wrestled with this one agonizing question. If Jesus gave me his perfect peace, where the heck did it go? I'm working on a project that I plan to share with you soon that will guide you in accessing the perfect peace that is already yours through Jesus. I'll be sending updates via email, so be sure to sign up at havenhill.co.